The Weekly Review. It's the Weekly Review. Gene and James are bringing you the Big Life Questions episode of the Weekly Review. (laughs) That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you have not done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How's it going today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I am doing pretty well today, but I have not done my weekly review. That's okay. I think you said... It's in your three to five year goals, so <laughs> it is. It is in my three to five year goals, indeed. So I'll, I won't be nudging you about it until twenty twenty four at the earliest. Um, me neither. I did not do my weekly review, so it's a double. I don't know. Double whammy. Double whammy. Double aughts. <laughs> week in the re- weekly review column. That's right. We're not putting a lot, not putting a lot of points up on the big board this week. <laughs> this year, I don't know. It's uh, not points, but I will say that it has been a pretty productive week for me. I'm sort of proud of myself for a few things that got accomplished or at least got on the way to being accomplished. Um well, any joy with this week's weekly to-do in, at your place? And before we talk about our weekly to-dos, uh, let's bring on the music. I think we deserve it this week. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Um, let's call it yes. So I did review the safety information for my, for the recall for the electric car for my Bolt. Um, and yeah, I need to change a setting when it recharges, um, is the main thing I need to do. But I haven't needed to recharge in weeks because I don't go anywhere. (laughs) So (laughs) it is okay. So we can call that one done. How about you? I did what I said I would do, which is the much reduced task of find out when the deadline is to apply for the energy incentive rebate that apparently I might have gotten with my fireplace insert had I filed it in time. But now I know that the deadline for applying was 60 days after the installation. And obviously, it's on me, I should have read the materials much more closely, but they came from the gas company with like, a instructions in big letters, like, do this, fill out this, and then send this in. And it didn't have a deadline on that sheet. And even on the energy trust uh, paperwork, 
you have to read pretty far into it to find out where the deadline is. So I think in my mind, I thought I had a year to do it, but apparently I did not. Um, but not to be completely bowed by my oversight in this situation, I did place a call to Energy Trust to ask them, like, like just how hard and fast is this deadline? <laughs> and, and would you consider you know, a kind of pandemic-related uh, waiver to let me file it now before the year is over. So we'll see. It definitely falls into that category of things that I don't take care of right away, that sometimes when I sit down and do them, my extra money shows up in my checking account. <laughs> and so, sometimes now, in this case, potentially, I find out, uh, money could have been in my checking account had I been more organized. But you know what I did find in the course of finding the uh, documents is uh, two pairs of new socks that were gifted to me at Christmas time that I forgot about. And I think socks, new socks, more pairs of socks are like money in the bank as well. They are. They're money in the bank on your feet. <laughs> which makes no sense whatsoever, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, speaking of not making sense, we are at the final uh, episode in our series of looking at the Getting Things Done Six Horizons of Focused Registered Trademark. And we're at the top level, top horizon. If you read the book, that level is labeled life. And, uh, if you didn't think that was too much to handle in one episode, uh, in the online, they have an article about these horizons and they call it purpose and principles. So I don't know which topic is more, um, intimidating. Um, probably life is life. more intimidating. Life is, is also very vague. That's true. <laughs> But that's at least for uh, me. That's more intimidating because it could mean every, every, everything. Even so, so from the website, um, they talk about you know, no matter how organized you get, if you're not spending enough time with your family, your health, your spiritual life, etc., you will still have incompletes to deal with, make decisions about, and have projects and actions about to get completely clear. And I think. That just the way they put that, you know, brings up, you know, a problem for me with any system is there's no system where you won't have incompletes to deal with I as a human being. And we will never get completely clear. Um, but it's a nice target to shoot for. Well, I also think, yeah, I, I, I would say that's a poorly written sentence, to be honest. Because the the whole point of having your trusted system is to have a place to capture the incompletes, right? All True. the open loops. If you didn't have any, you wouldn't need your trusted system or the getting things done system at all. Um, so I just I think they they kind of have it. I I that sentence struck me as odd in that paragraph also. It seems mm -hmm. like it's 
like being clear means that you've gone through your inbox and you've put everything you've just like you've clarified what everything is but it doesn't mean that you've resolved every open loop cuz that's mm-hmm. i don't think that's possible <laughs> no i i think like open loops are a absolutely required byproduct of living and breathing right exactly uh, that's kind of the whole if anything the the whole gtd process is to help you get those open loops out of your head and into your trusted system so that you don't mm-hmm. so that you are clear right and your head's clear cuz you don't have to think about all of them all the time but it doesn't mm-hmm. get rid of them it just moves them out of your head I think mm-hmm. it's more the the point that maybe it's no matter how organized you may get, um, if you're not acting in concert with your values, it like if you're moving in a direction that you're not isn't the right direction. <laughs> it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how far or fast you go. If yeah. If you start in Chicago and you're trying to get to New York, so you go very fast west, well, you'll eventually get to New York, (laughs) probably, Mm -hmm. because of, you know, the earth being round and all. Um, But one, it'll take a lot longer, and two, you're definitely not moving in the direction that that you want to be. Um, So so I think it's, it's more that maybe that, no matter how many open loops you satisfy or close, like you won't feel satisfied with life because you're not doing the things that you truly value or that are truly part of your principles. Well, can I put you on the spot and and ask you to offer up a purpose, principle, or other uh, spiritually oriented um goal that you would have put on this list? Uh, sure. So one would be to like use my own kind of personal, unique history, talents, and skills to do positive and useful things in the world. Um, wow. Specifically, just things that like I that possibly are unique to me, as opposed to something that mm-hmm. maybe anyone could do if that makes any sense no it makes perfect sense i think i share that goal you know certainly and um as it makes sense and is unique to me so i won't be the world's best swift teacher or even a swift teacher at all but ever since i was a kid i wanted to be a teacher and uh partially inspired by my parents who were public school teachers, but also just fits my personality, which has large doses of wanting to know it all (laughs) and letting other people know about it. I do like learning things and I do like teaching other people the things that I've learned. And as a profession I thought that's where I was going um, for quite a while. Uh, my parents, though, were quite negative <laughs> about me becoming a teacher. Not 
like, I mean, as negative as they could be, they, they weren't like super controlling or super judgmental or anything like that, but more like pragmatic and saying like, you should think about other things because as much as they loved being teachers and were very good at it, there's a lot about the profession that was, I think, probably frustrating and mm-hmm. stressful for them that we I couldn't see because, you know, they didn't say to the kids, like, you know, we're pretty burned out <laughs> and we're, we're tired of the administration messing us around and that kind of stuff and having no control over our professional work or whatever. So... Uh, they were pretty successful. So, because I originally wanted to be a high school English teacher, and then I, I just went to college and went through a, a couple of majors, going from science, chemistry specifically to, to history. And I thought, well, I don't have to be a teacher. I could be a professor. Mm. <laughs> it's very different, and I mean, it is different from being a public school teacher, but it has its own list of frustrations, as I learned in my five years in graduate school. And I did get burned out in academia. And um, then, you know, just started my, my path of let's see what looks fun to do next. And that's my new profession. <laughs> Excellent. Um and I'd say that um, my parents were also both teachers, um, and uh, but my route, I do also enjoy learning things and explaining things to people. Um, and for me, that took the the route of technical training, um, mm-hmm. and um, that was uh, and remains enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. So I did that prior to going to Apple, and then once at Apple. Um, I was in technical training for a while and um, then curriculum manager. And um, then after I left, I've taught various courses that I've written myself and uh, workshops and what have you. Um, and and I think th- – and that's part of uh, hopefully the positive and useful things in the world that I've, I've done. Um, yeah. Uh, can I raise my hand? Sure. Mr. Dempsey. Mr. Dempsey, um, yes, you did um, certainly in my own case uh, create something positive in the world because I took your Swift workshop, or uh, no, was it Swift? It was probably iOS. It was probably iOS. iOS, Yeah, iOS uh, development, and yeah, it was. I I mean, I can totally picture that. that first day and I only knew a little bit about you, but I didn't know what kind of teacher you were going to be, that kind of stuff. And of course you're a great teacher. I I hope that you know that. And I learned a lot in that one day. And also, yeah, if I hadn't taken, if you hadn't become a trainer uh, and I hadn't gone to that CocoConf, we wouldn't be talking right now on this podcast. (laughs) That's very true. So I'm very happy that uh, that was Las Vegas, right? Yes, Las yes. Vegas. Um, we didn't even go to one casino, or I certainly didn't. I think the whole weekend, uh, I'm kind of over that. 
<laughs> Nor did I. I I like I like playing uh, craps on occasion, mm. um, because it is at least to me it's one of the few things that you can do in life that's like exactly like in the movies. <laughs> like when the table's going and everybody, you know, you know the dice gets rolled and everybody's shouting it. It's 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 kind of <laughs> it's what it it's a lot of fun when you're winning. When you lose, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. But um but yeah, I don't consider it gambling because I don't expect to win. Um I expect that I'm spending money for entertainment and so um if you're not expecting to win then it's not it's not really gambling in my mind. I agree with you. No, I agree with you. Um it, it's just playing. You're just playing for fun and oh Quarters come out of this machine. That was my revelation. Uh, in first time I was in Las Vegas when I won forty dollars in quarters um, at a slot machine, and they just went chink, 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 chink out of the feeder or whatever. And I, I mean, I never have been even slightly on that, you know, path to becoming a a compulsive gambler, but that moment, that that sound of that, those quarters definitely <laughs> got me. And uh, even such that I enjoyed even more than putting bills into a change machine, say at the laundromat. <laughs> it was exciting. <laughs> That's those. Those are the best slots. They they always pay off. Those change machines. Um, <laughs> they've got the loosest slots at down. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and um no, I could easily see myself like getting sucked into to gambling. Um cuz it does. It feels good when you win. Um but uh but yeah, I think of it more as entertainment and if you happen to break even or come out a little ahead, that's great, but that to me is yeah. like it's not the likely outcome, so no. I might as well just assume it's not the outcome. Um, I also love how um, we're talking about life, and somehow we've already ended up in Vegas, <laughs> gambling our money away. <laughs> like we've, uh, that's very funny. I think it's relevant. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, you think you're going to be a teacher, um, and then you pull the the handle of the slot machine, and you find out one, you know. Maybe the system isn't one that you want to be in. Two, you th being a professor actually isn't very much about teaching. Um, <laughs> and and then three, hey, isn't it fun to just like work with other people and do fun things and also, you know, not be obsessed with one narrow particular subject field? So that was my slot machine. It it. Uh, definitely, um, I enjoy it, and I like actually like pulling the handle. I find every like five to ten years, um, there's pretty much nothing that keeps my interest for longer than that. And so, um, I think I suppose one of those life goals is like learning what works for you, what you like, and not to feel bad about it, like not to have an expectation that you should be somebody that you're not yes in fact i have something similar to that on my 
list of it's a what's important list. So I don't know if it's exactly mm. a values list. Um, but yeah, to just own who you are, good, bad, and ugly. Um, mm-hmm. Which is tough to do. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, at least for me, like, you always want to put your good, your the good face forward. But, um, you know, yeah. it's not always, uh, like, you, you can have bad days and that's, that's fine. And, right. um, and then, but it is always just kind of, there's that question of how, how much of that do you share and with who? Um, and I, and I think that's like, there are some people that share everything. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm really not that person. And I think that's okay also. I mean, I think it's a level of how comfortable you are and, um, how, and kind of who you are as a person. Um, so I don't, there's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with choices that way. Um, no, I agree. It's just not you and, and it's not really me. I mean, I I think you're more um, reticent than I am. Um, if I had to put like a value number on it, but I think both of us are are kind of private um, when it comes to life, you know, outside of work um, and pets. I must say, I've maybe overshared. When it comes to guinea pigs. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's possible. I, <laughs> I think, uh, yes, guinea pigs. I think in general, pets, it's difficult to overshare. Um, well, yeah, it, yeah I, I think um, somebody could always, you know, mute you if you they really don't like your how much pet content you have. <laughs> but, I, you know, your guinea pigs are so cute um i know but um no i tend to be a pretty private person um and that's just that's the household i grew up in we're kind of private folks and so i think that's uh well and then i worked at apple for 15 years where you don't tell anybody about (laughs) anything so i don't think that that only helped reinforce secrecy um yeah so that's true. If you still worked at Apple, we wouldn't have this podcast. That's true. Well, and actually that idea of like kind of doing things that I can do that it'd be difficult to do some of the things that I do if I still was at Apple, including mm-hmm. uh, like James Dempsey and the Breakpoints is like a bigger thing than one song mm-hmm. a year at WWDC um, doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, so – I do. I mean, there are so many talented people working at Apple, but mm-hmm. I think um, I think they're doing fine without me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know that like reminds me of speaking of like pulling the lever on the slot machine in the year two thousand. I had the opportunity to interview at Apple for a job that I thought I was super qualified for, <laughs> but I didn't get. So I could be working at Apple and we wouldn't have this podcast either. You probably still uh, could be. You could probably get there now. <laughs> uh, but I have this podcast and um, yeah, exactly. I like podcasting. Um, and um, 
Yeah, so I think out of all of the levels that we've talked about over the last, is it five weeks now? Yeah, <laughs> five we had episodes? a sort of introductory week talking about the whole notion yes. of the horizons as, you know, or um, as I read it somewhere else, you know, like the uh, elevations, like as if you're in an airplane. Um, mm-hmm. And now we're at the 40,000 feet and our planes can't really go higher than that. That's right, so. because we don't have, like, uh, we're not ready to be out of the atmosphere because um, no. our plane just doesn't have that kind of structural integrity. Um, <laughs> our, the conceptual plane of, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to say that, it, that um, I'd say that I have done work at this level in the past, like mm-hmm. in kind of identifying. So I do have this what's important list, which mm-hmm. um, what's odd is that I don't have anything below it for three to five year vision or one to three mm-hmm. year goals. Um, it goes like straight from this list all the way down to projects. And when I think about it, there may be some disconnect Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't have, you know, make sure your house is well-maintained is not like a high-level value of mine. Um, yeah, where does that fit in? But it's, I, I should put that, I should make sure that's in focus for me. Well, I think it can also, like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's an area of focus is, is you know, and maybe a one- to two-year goal. I think three to five year goals with houses is probably pushing it too far, except for things that you know need to be maintained every five to ten years. Right, and even then, I—that's almost more like just a periodic reminder. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's not your vision that right. we need to clean the gutters um, or, or what <laughs> have you. That—that's more than three to five years, but like a. Like the house needs to be painted isn't like a big vision statement. No. It's just it's it's just something that it's another maintenance activity that needs to happen less frequently than cleaning the gutters. Um, but um, what was it? Oh, um, I think I could stand to do some work on those intermediary pieces because um, I kind of know the person who I think I am and that I would like to be. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, and I know there's a stack of projects I have that to some degree are in that vein, but I don't, I don't, I need, I need to get a three to five year vision. I need to have some idea of what I'm trying to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Because at the micro level, I have a pretty good idea of things that I'm trying to do. But that middle area, I need some intermediary guide points. Well, James, I'm planning to put this – actually, I already have done this in my OmniFocus to bubble up every three months. And so maybe every three months I'll look at this and say, hey, you want to talk about Horizon 3 or 4? I mean, I think 5 
where we are right now is not an not a quarterly discussion, but even or you know two or three probably areas of focus or one to two year plans and three to five year goals flow out of that anyway. But uh, I, I have lists now for all of these levels and a schedule for reviewing them, and I think that's that's exactly what I wanted to get out of this. So. So thanks, as usual, James, for helping me work through something related to getting things done. You're welcome. And thank you as well. Yeah. Any Anything else we should add about life? Um, yeah, they, there are very good restaurants in Las Vegas as well. Um, <laughs> so that's another reason I enjoy going there. Um, no, that's, I think, I think we've, we have covered the topic. We've covered life. Yeah, we're done. Good. That's it. Wrap. Okay. That's a wrap. Uh, I'll just, as an aside, say everybody watch Soul if you haven't watched it yet, because we watched it, um, over Christmas weekend and we liked it a lot. And it does have relevance to this question of like what the heck am i doing down here on earth absolutely and it's got some good music in it too oh my gosh it's got great music in it uh a totally great film uh and one of the great things that we got in the last year in terms of pop culture so thank you people who write and produce beautiful movies and tv but i would say now it is time uh to wrap this up Listeners, if you would like to share any of your life hacks with us or anything else about life as it relates to getting things done, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can also email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you could rate or review this podcast. In fact, it might be one of your life's purposes. So check it out. It helps new listeners find us, and it makes us smile to know you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things